It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. And one thing you might have learned over the years is that I'm an avid reader. I love literature. I love fiction. I love nonfiction. I started loving books when I was a young girl. And that's why I've been always so interested in what we call the Teen Author Boot Camp, which started a number of years ago, encouraging young writers to stay passionate about their dream of becoming writers. Joining us today, though, are two very extraordinary and successful authors, and we're going to be talking about uh, TABC, which is the Teen Author Bootcamp, but a new book drop that uh, they're involved in. Jennifer Jenkins is the author of eight published novels, including Unnecessary Madness, The Teen Writer's Guide, Your Roadmap to Writing, The Lingering Sea Novels, and The Nameless Trilogy. She works as the executive director of TABC and the Teen Author Bootcamp book drop, and also teaches creative writing at Utah Valley University. I love this. This is in her spare time. She pretends to have spare time. Jen, thanks for being here today. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It does sound like there's very little spare time in your life. Also joining us today is New York Times bestselling author Jennifer Nielsen. She's the author of the Ascendant series, beginning with the Traitor's Game, oh, the False Prince, the Traitor's Game series, the historical novels, Resistance, A Night Divided, Words on Fire, Rescue, and several other titles. She loves chocolate old books, and lazy days in the mountains. I think we could be friends forever, Jennifer. Thank you for joining us, too. <laughs> Thanks very much for having us, Rebecca. I love that chocolate became uh, came before books, by the way. I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> uh, I think it's just a natural pairing, right? <laughs> it is. Well, you have to you have to get the chocolate before you sit down to read the book. So it, it's it's in chronological order, I think. Well, and here's the thing. Does chocolate help you become a more creative writer? Uh, you know what? I Definitely. do not want to envision a world where I have to find out what happens if I lose chocolate. So we're going to assume yes. <laughs> well, I, you know, I took some time at the very beginning of the interview just talking about my love for reading. And it began when I was a young, young girl. And I imagined and made up four pseudonyms for myself so that I could have a total of five library cards and go to the library and check out books and have them all around me. I love what you're doing. I've, I've mentioned the word teen author boot camp, but I'm going to use the acronym TABC. Talk to us, Jen, um, about what the TABC book drop is about and when it started. Well, I, I'm going to give you part one of that, and I'm going to let Jennifer Nielsen give you part two. So I Teen Author Boot Camp is an organization that's focused primarily on promoting authorship and literacy in teens. And for the longest time, we've been we've been brainstorming and trying to find ways that we could impact the younger community, the, re- the readers, and, and inspire them to, to start reading more and, and hopefully writing more at a younger age. And um, because that's really where the magic happens. That's where, that's where um, children fall in love with books or at least identify themselves as a reader or a non-reader 
um, from a young age. And so, so we wanted to try and bridge that gap somehow. And it was, call it serendipity or just divine inter- intervention, whatever you want to call it. But I was, um, Jennifer Nielsen and I were presenting at, a, at, at the same conference and, and we're talking in the green room and she brought up this idea. And that's where I'm going to let you, uh, Jennifer Nielsen, take over. I'm imagining a book and I'm turning the page. Great, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> Jennifer, take us to the top of the page. <laughs> it's, it's very much that. Um, several years ago, I was in a meeting where uh, Dick Robinson, who was then the president of Scholastic, he was speaking. And it wasn't for a general audience. It was to uh, scholastic authors and employees only. And he was speaking very much from the heart. And something that he said then really resonated with me. He said, um, until we have uh, equal, until children have equal access to books, we will never have an equal society. And that really hit me hard because, uh, you know, Rebecca, you talked about your lifelong love of books. All right. So who are you? now because you've always had access to books. Can you look back and see what they have done for you? Absolutely. Right. Igniting a love of the world and wanting to learn foreign languages and travel far. You know, all so much of my natural curiosity was kind of peaked and sated. And then once you learn a little bit about something else, typically it can ignite the desire to learn more. So, yeah, so the idea of making sure all children have that experience and they don't have to become book lovers that invent for names for themselves, but the idea that they have that access. Well, that's just it. It's the idea that they have that access. So we are um, we are living in a country, Rebecca, where uh, in a low income family, 61 percent of families have no books at all in their home. None. And, and, you know, if we live in this middle class neighborhood of, you know, of where we have easy access to books, I think sometimes we take it to granted, for granted. I mean, here in, in middle class Utah, the uh, ratio is about 13 books for every child. But if we get into uh, low income neighborhoods, then the ratio goes to one age appropriate book for every 300 children. Uh, book drop is trying to change that ratio. I think I'm just stunned uh, listening to that one book for age appropriate book for every 300 children. For every 300 children. And these, these are um, kids who want to read. Research has proven if we can get books into the hands of children, especially within the home, they will read them. They will. And all of those things you talked about, Rebecca, of what reading has done for your life, we have got to take that on a wider scale because what we are robbing our children of when they don't have books, it, um, it is going to reflect throughout all of society the consequences of that. You know, it's interesting, and, and, and both of you are masters at, uh, at, at writing um, and, and taking readers on imaginary journeys. And, uh, you know, for children who often um, are, I don't want to say that they're so vulnerable, they are um, living in, um, in conditions and in settings that are of not 
not that they did not build, uh, you know. And so often right. when they open a book, it t- carries them away or they might find a character with whom they find that sense of, oh, I'm not the only one experiencing this. And it can actually help a child envision a different world, a different way of building a life. And, and that in itself has so much influence. If I go back and I say, OK, Jen, were you, you know, were you like me? Did you have a library that you could ride your bike to as a young girl? and and have access to books easily? Absolutely. And it, and you know, I think that I think that an ingredient that you're that we're failing to mention here that is so important is is um that creativity that you're alluding to is something that is born from from imagination. It can't be found in a screen where information is is dumped into our brains, right? We we it it happens in a book and and researchers have have proven that real success in life whether it is um athletic academic um whether it's in a boardroom or in a courtroom um success is a combination of several things and one of those key ingredients is creativity and that's that's something that I feel like that books offer. Um, I spent so much time on that bike, <laughs> uh, riding, <laughs> riding to the library um, in my own head and imagining, you know, what if this story had ended this way? Or or if this could be possible, then what if this was possible too? And and I I, I started opening doors instead of, Instead of allowing my surroundings and that that again I didn't build as a child to close those doors, um, that I feel like society does that. We they we have so many doors closed to us when we don't consider possibilities and creative outcomes and and what if questions and and all of that is facilitated from literature and from books. And, and, I, and, and of course, as someone who, you know, studied a bit in education, um, the role that books play in helping children yeah. be able to develop the pre-academic skills they need as they're entering elementary school and then the skills they need for onward, uh, you know, movement up, uh, you know, it's just, it it has such an impact in, in the social. I mean, I, I'm a believer, right? And, and helping a child build their social skills and, and their intellectual skills, their imagination, their academic skills. It's just, so how do you draw these books as you as I keep thinking about those statistics that you shared that it's you know in middle class neighbors uh, neighborhoods the average is 13 books a young reader but in areas of high poverty it's one age appropriate book for 300 so Jennifer tell us how are you getting those books into the hands of those children all right Um, it begins with um, donations And honestly, we do need partners. We need people in the community, especially, you know, people who are part of the business community who are hearing this and say, you know what, I want to help. I want to be part of this. Uh, We need those donations because with them, we are able to uh, go to a Title I school. And uh, and so we are we are looking at schools um, where the need is greatest. And every child at that school is going to receive a free book. And in many cases, it will be the first book they ever own and sometimes the only book they will own. However, what Book Drop does that I think is unique to us is we bring something new to it. Um, 
the book that that child receives, the author of that book is going to make a visit to the school because there is something incredibly powerful when the author of the book stands up in front of the children and says, reading matters. The children hear that. When the author talks about the book, the likelihood of that child opening the book skyrockets. And so it's really a situation where everybody is going to win. You know, the author who donates their visit, they get that time with the children. The children are going to win. The business owners who who donate, they get to be part of this amazing endeavor to uh, help these children. And ultimately, we all win because when children read, society as a whole is much, much better off. Mm. And for those who are listening right now um, and you're wondering how you can become involved, uh, Jennifer uh, aptly said you can do it through book donations or financial donations and or by becoming a partner, finding businesses that can help champion this. How would they contact uh, TABC Book Drop? What would be the best way for someone to say, hey, I'd like to be involved in this and make it happen? Uh, Jen or Jennifer, either way. Jen can take it. Um, so the, the best way to contact us is through our website. If you go to teenauthorbootcamp.com, one of our menu items is, is TABC Book Drop. And on that, on that Book Drop page, we have uh, a donate button. If you want to just send in a, donate, a, a donation to help with a book drop, it can be anywhere from you know $10 to $10,000. Hopefully $10,000. We'll take $10,000 if you want to give us that. But, <laughs> uh, but you, can, you can do a, a straight donation. You, we, have, we have links for businesses that are interested in becoming a corporate sponsor. Um, we actually also have links for um, requests from Title I schools. Um, if your child goes to a Title I school that you think has a, has a high need, and would like us to consider a drop at, the, at your school, you can, you can put in a request there. We actually also have a volunteer form on that page where if you want to be a part of, of a book drop and help play Santa Claus at these schools, um, it's pretty amazing experience, isn't it, Jennifer? It's, it's, it, it warms the heart faster than, than um, just anything I've ever done. Um, and then we also have a, a, a link for authors that are interested in being a part of the program as well. And so lots of information on the website, teenauthorbootcamp.com. Um, and definitely feel free to contact us um, and reach out through those links. Now, I understand, and I appreciate that again, teenauthorbootcamp.com. You have a best-selling author who's on their way, or she's planning to visit a Utah Title I school on January 20th. Jennifer, can you tell us a bit about that? Oh, my goodness. We are so excited about this. Um, coming in just a, a few weeks to Bryant Intermediate in Salt Lake City is a Newberry Honor uh, winner, Shannon Hale. And she will be uh, distributing free copies of her book, uh, Friends Forever, which was donated by her publisher and uh, uh, Macmillan, who's, well, Bloomsbury, who's a part of Macmillan. Uh, what's significant about this is Friends Forever is Shannon's memoir of her time at Bryant Intermediate. And so here she is going to be speaking to kids 
who are now walking the halls, she once did. So when she stands up there and says, look, your dreams are real. The potential for you to go anywhere in this life, that is real. I was here. And uh, the power of that visit, uh, we will not be able to measure that, I don't think, for generations of the impact Shannon is going to have in that one visit. Now, if you happen to be um, a reader, you might be recognizing the name, right? Shannon Hale. Her, she had the Newberry Honor um, book, uh, Princess, Princess Academy. Academy. Thank you. And The Goose Girl uh, as well. And and for some adults, you might be recognizing her for her movie or her book that was later made into a movie, Austin Land. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. that was the film that was, what, seven or eight years ago. And she continues to write. So Shannon Hale visiting... On January 20th, I love the idea that she's going right back to the school she attended and saying, your story's unwritten, kids, right? You can write that that ending. That is beautiful. And again, it goes hand in hand with the publisher, making it possible to have those free copies uh, being handed out. So uh, talk to us a little bit. When you're you're thinking of doing more and more of these TABC book drops, are you looking primarily for elementary schools, Jen? Uh, Tell me, uh, you know, what age group are you looking to help? Primarily, we will be focusing our efforts on elementary age um, children. Um, we do have several middle schools on our list as well, but but the main focus, like we said before, um, the focus needs to start in elementary school, and that's where we the critical need is, and so that's where we're focusing our resources right now. Jennifer, as you've talked to other authors, uh, what are they saying about this idea that you have, or it's already existing, the TABC book drop? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's not just a local interest. Nationwide, there are authors who are wanting to see this spread because anyone who has been in a school knows that there is magic that happens when authors and children interact. It makes not only reading real, it makes writing real. And so when you look mm-hmm. at Teen Author Boot Camp, what um, is happening there with these young writers, somewhere early in their life, the idea sparked in them that not only can they read, they can create. And uh, the power of that, of what Teen Author Boot Camp is doing, I mean, we can recreate that sort of magic anytime we put um, authors in schools. So it's, um, I'll give you an example. Well, it's, it's linking an experience with the book. That's what I love. It's, I can't tell you, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Jennifer. No, I'll no, let you no, give good. your example. I was just going to add an exclamation point to your statement in that at Teen Author Boot Camp, I can't tell you how many kids, when I ask the question during my signing or at different moments, I'll say, what inspired you to write? And nine times out of ten, it was um, Jennifer Nielsen came to my school or Brandon Mole came to my school. Um, some author touched them um, and made an impact. And, and look at what they're doing. And the kids that come out of, of Teen Author Boot Camp go on to win. I actually just got an email yesterday from a, a girl who um, is, just won the Sterling Scholar in English in her, in her school I have a kid last week that just got a scholarship um, based on an essay that they did and what wrote me a letter saying, thank you for, I'm getting emotional, dang it. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> providing resources to help me better myself in writing. Um, 
And Jennifer, what was your what was your experience? And, and by the way, so by, by the way, I, I the the emotions resonate with all of us because uh, you know we care so much about children having um, their hopes and dreams, uh, keeping those dreams alive, and and then the idea that the impact. It made a difference for them, and they recognize it, and they feel it. And for those who are unfamiliar about the teenage uh, uh, teen author boot camp, this was a brainchild that started with a group of writers and, uh, you know, a book club. And they thought, well, how are we going to encourage other kids to keep the dream? I used to want to be a, a writer, but I didn't follow that up. I grew up, and I didn't get to do it, you know, my dream. And, and, and from that dream came, you know, conferences and workshops that said, hey, kids, come. We're going to bring you the best-selling authors and and screenwriters and all together we're going to share with you what we've learned and i i saw parents just so excited to have a place to say to your kids i'm so glad you're creative here's how you can develop it so it resonates beautifully with me jennifer i hope you still remember your thought i'm sorry jennifer no 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 i was going to add to that um teen author boot camp i've i've been to teen writer conferences all over the country Teen Author Boot Camp, hands down, is the best I've ever attended. So it's really that good. I was just going to say about um, author visits. I uh, met a girl once. I was speaking about one of my books and talking about walls, and we don't want walls in place. And she wrote me a letter afterward, a sixth-grade girl, to say that she thought there were walls up between her and her mom, that they wouldn't weren't getting along, that they were fighting. And it was a letter just to tell me that just as I had said, we've got to bring walls down. She said, I want you to know I'm going to work on my relationship with my mom. Now, that was the author visit. There's another one, and I'm going to read this. It was a a school I was at. This was an intermediate school um, where there was a student who had wanted one of my books but had no money for it. And I said, well, I'm going to send you that book for him. She wrote back to me and she says, by the way, one of the books that you sent to me last year is a gift for that kid. It went to that boy. He was in the hospital for an extended period at the beginning of the year because of horrible family issues. He was the one who came to me with his crumped up $6 and asked if I would order a book for him because he had already finished the first one. And this is a kid who probably didn't eat lunch for three days so he could give me the dollars. Anyway, I ended up giving him the book you had signed in hardcover so he could read it. The first thing he did when he finally came back to school was come find me and thank me. He thought that was the coolest things ever. These are not kids who are able to get books signed by authors. They don't get books at all. I just thought you'd like to know. That is why we do book drop. Mm. And, and, you know, I uh, just to tag on that, you were talking about these kids. Um, there is an at-risk uh, young adult that I have um, been in contact with for about 20 years now, watching her grow yeah. up. And just yesterday, she posted a photo and said, I've never read a book before, cover to cover. And I've just discovered how exciting it is. And I thought, oh. she's 22. And, um, and so... As serendipity or as God works in the details, the um, books I recommended to her were the Ascendance series written by Jennifer Nielsen just uh, yesterday. And You are literally going to make me cry. Um, but, but, the, <laughs> but the idea that, you know, um, the, the creative inspiration that comes from books 
can touch the heart of anyone from any age. It brings out the child in all of us. Uh, and uh, and yet, how beautiful is it that we now have TABC Book Drop? I'm going to kind of dry my eyes just a bit and remind those who just joined <laughs> us. We are joined today by New York Times bestselling author Jennifer Nielsen. I mentioned the Ascendance series. She has so many other books uh, and titles uh, that you'll find her on. We're also joined by Jennifer Jenkins. She has published eight novels including her leadership of um, the Teen Author Boot Camp and the Teen Author Boot Camp Book Drop, which we've been talking about, which places books into the hands of children in poverty situations. And it's just an extraordinary event. So for more uh, information on how you can become a part of this beautiful story of getting books and authors, giving them that firsthand experience, you can go online to Teen authorbootcamp.com. Look for the book drop information, donations, and how to connect from there. Uh, When is the next Teen Author Bootcamp? Oh, we're so excited for this year's conference. So Teen Author Bootcamp is a day-long conference that's going to be held on Saturday, March 26th at the Utah Valley Convention Center. And we're bringing in massive authors. Jennifer Nielsen will be there. She's been a huge support of our organization for years. Um, she'll be there and joined by um, number one New York Times bestselling authors. Um, there's a list of them. Um, notably, our keynotes are uh, Marissa Meyer, who is the author of the Cinder series, the Lunar Chronicles, and several other novels. Uh, uh, Kendar Blake, who writes for Disney. Um, Jennifer Lynn Barnes, um, all of these are just massively successful authors that are wonderful um, and and um, great teachers and will be workshopping directly with our teens at Teen Author Bootcamp on March 26th. And Long t- answer, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great uh, detailed, and, and again, it's for children or young adults, teenagers, between what ages? Um, we... we Recommend ages 13 through 19. Uh, We do allow children, if they are 12 but in seventh grade, then they're ready for the teen author boot camp. So we encourage them to to register as well. If you have any questions, you can always email us at contact at teenauthorbc.com. Contact, um, contact at teen. Okay, okay, I was going to say contact at teenauthorbc.com or through the teenauthorbootcamp.com website. Uh, Jennifer Nielsen, please yep. keep writing. We're looking forward to seeing both of you at that convention center, March 26th. And again, for more information about the TABC book drop, check it out at teenauthorbootcamp.com. Jennifer Nielsen and Jen Jenkins, thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thanks so much, Rebecca. Thank we you appreciate it all you're doing. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.